podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the same old Arsenal podcast. Wow. Well, we weren't going to go live. Um, We made a decision in the week that if we lost... (laughs) Uh, me, James and Albert weren't going to do it. <laughs> we just thought enough is enough. Um, but if we drew a one, we thought we'd come and do a, a pre-Christmas post-game podcast on the same old Arsenal. Unfortunately, James doesn't want to do it. <laughs> He's got the ump. So hopefully he'll be in the chat room. So it's just me and Albert. Um, well, it's weird because I haven't got any show planned, so it's just going to be me and you talking about the game. But you did a watch-along, didn't you? By the way, hello to everybody in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're going to just just throw your questions out there, okay? But, Albert, talk to me about your your pre, your game, live, whatever you do, commentary watch along. thing. Yes, watch-along. Yeah, along. yeah I, I, had to, I had to put a trigger warning, man, because this 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 game for me is the one I've wanted like I said to you I've said this to you for about how many years I've known you I said yeah man the one game I want is three points to wear at Anfield we're going to have to wait another season Amanda or two or whatever but it's just um, it's just something about beating them man it, it, it would have made a big statement to get the three points today um, Amanda it wasn't to be man but we'll discuss it innit? and we'll, we'll chew the fat I think this is funny from Phil. Why has James got the ump? Did Klopp fall on him too? Ha ha. Well, actually, it's not actually that funny because no, the not, guy yeah, is broken his collarbone and we don't wish that on anyone. So we wish him well, that's for sure. And it was a weird tackle, that one, wasn't it? Because it actually wasn't a foul from Saka. It was a barge. They were they were going for the ball. And, the, and then what was the guy's name? Sorry, I don't know what, who what, it was. What, um, what Costa Simicas? Yeah, Simicast. Yeah. He yeah. fell into Klopp and Klopp fell on him. So, yeah, it's just one of those things, unfortunately. And we do wish him well. Absolutely. No, 100%. So, right. Let's just start off. We did a show in the week. We did our pre-Christmas show. If anyone's missed it, it's really cool because we had Alan Algar on. We had Jordan Jarrett Bryan on. Albert was on. James was on. Me, Chris. And we did some uh, predictions. And do you know what's funny? Cookie. Um, hold on, JC, that must be Cooks, went one all, and Ella yeah. and James went one all. Both the James went one all. Yeah. Um, I went two one loss, Albert, you went two all. I so did. you got the draw, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Um, so no, for me, it was like for me, I know everyone's upset. <laughs> I'm not upset one bit. Have you seen that? That, that upset a point. At Anfield is tremendous. Let's just go back to the beginning. So the team comes out, Albert. It's what we expected, isn't it? Mm, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't expect there to be any um to be any shocks or or, or surprise. I know George. I know Jordan. Bless him. Said he, he said he said he put a curveball, put Rabsdale in goal, but that that weren't going to happen, man. No. Um, I think yeah, sort of going into the game. The only worries I think probably for most Arsenal fans was how he was going to how he was going to do in the fullback areas, particularly on our left-hand side. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll discuss that even more. I, mm, I yeah. said on the show this week, my f- main fear 
was Salah and Zine. I feel like I've boxed it, although I probably haven't because it's, it wasn't rocket science to actually discuss that, was no, it? Because, no, it wasn't. Yeah. No. So 10 comes out and it's pretty much what we expect. Um, I felt, at least we had a, a gooner in, on the Sky commentary, at least Theo was there. Um, <laughs> And I honestly, I think because I've got history that obviously the first time I ever went to Anfield, and I've not mentioned this for a long time, was 1989 when we won the league. And then I hadn't gone back to 2015. And I'll say it again, that what Klopp said in the week, the atmosphere is non-existent. Now, yeah, we knew they were going to raise the game today because it was all in the press. So we knew that. That was, that was, that was going to happen. But when the team came out, this is one of these games I find it very hard to watch. This and Tottenham I find really hard to watch. I can't cope, Albert. This is the two games that I can't cope. First of all, big affinity with obviously Liverpool because of winning it there. The fact that every time I've been since, I haven't seen us win, so I don't go mm. anymore, about four or five times. Um, and the fact that it, I don't want to say it's our bogey side, but we it don't is, do it? well there. It no, is, isn't it? We just mm. don't do well there. So I was quite I was quite calm because I accepted, and I know you shouldn't, and everyone's having a go at me. I yeah. weren't gonna win. So for me, I feel like we've won. I'm actually really pleased with the point at Anfield to keep us top at Christmas. I mean, yeah. So what was your impression of the first 10, 15 minutes? Um well, that was our fastest goal we scored this season, didn't it? And if you're going to do that, you're going to do you, the best time to do it is Anfield away. We know how difficult it is. We scored in four minutes. You can't you can't start the game better than that. Um, that was a great start. Um, I thought, you know what? If we're going to go there today, yeah, you, 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 you undoubtedly you don't want to see us go behind, but then you would have to, we have to show a lot of character. But to go ahead, that that was key, and to get it within four minutes was brilliant. Set piece, um, we are. We've got the same amount of set pieces this season in terms of goal scored as, as Everton. I think it's 11, which is... People talk about our play, right? Mm. But one thing that you can't underestimate in football since the end of time is the ability to score goals from set pieces. Um, and we've got height and we've got presence in the side. So that was that was great to see. Um, I, I went I went crazy, Amanda, when we scored. But then obviously, I, I kind of brought it back a little bit because I thought, oh, they're going to check it in the VAR. When I saw the, When I saw the replay... So yes, that goal's going to stand, hundred yeah. percent. So, um, great start. And for me, after getting the goal, it was how we cope for the next five, ten minutes and yeah. not conceding. And we didn't, to be fair. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about the goal, Amanda. Yeah, I'm sure many people have got their thoughts. Well, I did. I didn't expect 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 Gabriel to score the first goal. That wasn't in my psyche. Not all week did I think Gabriel's going to step up and do the first goal. But what I did think was, if we could get the first goal, we've got a really good chance. I think if it had been the other way round, like yeah, we looked, where was we when we we went behind very quickly, didn't we? Was it last weekend? Oh, I can't remember. Was it Villa? Sorry, my brain is uh, a bit. Uh, for Mished at the moment. Villa was a, few, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Now, Villa. We went behind in five minutes and we were chasing the game. Did we lose at Villa? Honestly, this is how bad yeah, I am. Right, that's what I'm saying. Well. So we were chasing the game. I wanted them to chase the game. And that's exactly what happened. I thought the header was beautiful. I thought he lost his man brilliant, Albert. I thought it was 
it was a bit of a calamity by them and a good goal by us. You know, our defence is just absolutely immense, apart from the left back, which we will talk about in a moment. Um, lovely goal, one up, quietens the crowd down, doesn't it, Albert? Yeah, like that. Like I said, it's a per- perfect, perfect start. Um, and I just think for that in the sort of next five, ten minutes, maybe fifteen minutes, um, it was about us keeping our shape, which I thought we did. Um, like having Sleeper back for this game, obviously, you know what happened last season. Mm. Huge difference. Obviously, having Rice in there, huge difference. Um, and they're a difficult side. Listen, top end of the pitch, Liverpool is very difficult side to keep quiet, man. Um, but you could see with Liverpool very evidently, which probably wasn't a surprise to most Arsenal fans, is Alisson looked for that diagonal ball down our left-hand side. And if it wasn't him, it was Trent that was pinging that pass. Um, and yeah, just it was. Um, I know we didn't. I know we kept it at one 0 for quite a bit of time. Actually, I think it was about twenty-five minutes, and then they got the goal. But um, yeah, avoidable, man. It's just, that's what's disappointing for me. It's really, really avoidable. Um, Zinzini, just let's know, get listen. onto it because everyone wants to yeah. talk about it. Um, right, let's have a look. Phil Macker said we were more composed than last year, but relying on Zinni to defend made us weak and we again weren't clinical enough. That That's one of the comments about Zinni. I mean, I've got <laughs> so many here. Melissa's saying Zinni isn't a defender, so based on who was on the bench, what would you have guys have changed up? I think after a while, I was just looking at Carl going, can we just bring Kivior on? Can we, can we just do it? I, I just think, you know, I think it's proven now, <laughs> Albert. Zinni's not a defender. He's definitely he's he's a good player, but up the in the midfield, he's just not. He's not a defender, is he? Yeah, but that, and that's the thing. Like I've heard Gary Neville say this. Like you don't even when he when he speaks about Trent, actually he says you don't have to be the most fantastic defender in the world, but you need to be competent, man. Yeah. And the problem with him, I mean, don't get me wrong, is a great pass by Trent, by the way, but. He's still got a lot of work salads to score from that position. But yeah, you yeah. can talk about Gabriel can come over possibly, but it's too easy, man. It was way too easy. And my, my problem is in Chenko. I don't think for most people it was just about the goal. It was, um, I mean, there are moments in that game today, Amanda. I I, I did on my watch long. If I clip it, I might clip it. I'm not sure. Um, I just, I was getting so, we're talking about him, which, which, which the question was asked. I was getting very frustrated with him. Um, and it wasn't even just defensively. It was just the way he was nonchalantly easily giving the ball away. I mean, I even look back on the socials. Obviously, now the game's done. And the amount of people oh, he takes Zinchenko off or giving the ball away or defensively not in a good position. It's a running theme with him. Um, and my issue with him, and I'll put it out there, Trent's a good example, right? That he gives so much going forward. A lot that you can compensate from defensively a little bit. I don't think Zinchenko gives us that much going forward to compensate for what he doesn't do defensively. No, I get that. If he's scoring, if <clears throat> if he's hitting sixty-yard passes and, and and he's getting he's he's scoring from dead balls and pinging from goals into the top corner, that's different. But he doesn't. To me, he doesn't offer us enough offensively. To get away with it, the other, the, you know, the, the other aspect of the game, which is defensively. So, the thing is, who you bring, who do you bring on? It's Kivio, well, but then 
Melissa's, yeah. if you look at Melissa's comment, Tierney isn't currently injured, injured currently. Can we call him back? He won't. No, but his life in Spain, man. Yeah, I, I would in a shot. Your dad's in the, what, what, they're in the knockout stages of the Champions League. I mean, do you know what? It, it's so frustrating because we spoke about this on the show in the week. This was the one yeah. thing that I brought up and said, I, I'm worried. It, I, I didn't even want to talk about it, Albert. I was so worried. And, and, and you know what? I felt, I felt toe for toe, we matched them. Um, I actually thought at times we were better than them during the game. Um, I want to talk to you about the Erdegaard penalty because me and Carl oh, are God. completely at loggerheads over this. I really? said penalty. He said not. Um, I'm 100% convinced it's a penalty. But I did read someone's tweet about a law that said if you're off balance and you handball it or something, it's not. So it did, it did slip. He did slip. He yeah, slightly right. slipped. His hand was quite low. So what's your feelings on it? Didn't it? Right. Anyone in the chat room? Penalty or not for you? I think Theo summed up. Yeah, I think Theo summed up. I, I, I thought it was, um, yeah, but I can I see did. why it wasn't. But I can see why it wasn't given. I can one hundred percent see why it wasn't given. Um, and it's funny with this. It's, it's funny with this. 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 Um, this handball thing. Not even that handball thing. Just in terms of a decision being made by VAR. And it goes back to when we played Newcastle, man. Um, you know. I can put. I mean, I can only speak for myself when I say this. I, I can put aside the tribalism and say decisions wrong, or we was lucky. For example, two opposite ends of the spectrum. But um, Liverpool didn't get it. That's not Arsenal's problem. We're not the officials. No, absolutely. They've, they've, not. they've got they've got everything at their disposable. They've got everything at their disposal dispose, disposable, Amanda, and they didn't get it right. Now, like I said, I can see why it wasn't given. Um, but I think we got away with one, personally. Well, no one in the chat room is agreeing with us. Everyone is saying it was not a penalty. Correct decision, not a penalty from Kevin. Um, <laughs> we did say he slipped, though. We did say that. David, no, never no. a pen unless it was the other team, in which case I say penalty all day long. Yeah. This would be the sort of thing, wouldn't it? They would come on the show and go, see, Liverpool get away with everything. That was a definite penalty. That's what we would be saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hold my hands up. I've got City fans going at me. I've got Liverpool fans tweeting me saying, oh, you're keeping your mouth shut about Erdegaard. No, I actually think it's penalty. As you say, it's not our decision. You um, just said it. Exactly. So they can't say that. They can't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, they no, no. I, I, um, I, I don't know how to say your first name. So I'm going to say Mr. Fitzsimmons. Sorry. <laughs> Ado Hagen or something. No pen, but a bleeding Christmas miracle. Right. It wasn't given at Anfield. Right. Do you know right. what? I found the referee really strange. Yeah. I, I, God, he, I got, got, he let a lot go on both sides. Booked players when I didn't think he should book them. But I don't think he was biased. Now, a lot of <laughs> Arsenal fans were like, yeah, all right, Albert, I can see you disagree. God, no, you it's think... not that, God. Go on, you tell me what you think about the ref. Because I, I thought it was a bit, I thought he didn't give things when he should. Um, But then to both sides, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was it was an odd one, man. Like um, I, the way this, I mean, I think I think I think we had five players booked. If I got that right, people check, people in the chat check that. Um, the Havertz booking, I, I couldn't understand that. That wasn't a foul. That wasn't a, that wasn't a yellow card at all. I don't know how he worked. I don't know how he. I don't know how. 
I don't know how he gave it the free kick firstly. And I, even if he's going to give the free kick, I don't understand how that's a yellow card. When he booked Saka, I think he booked him because he thought, because he gave the foul against him on Simicas. Yeah, it wasn't and, he got, and then he gave the foul. Then he gave. Then he obviously gave the foul. I think it was on Endo. So that's why I think he booked Saka. Um, I think he booked Ben White as well, which there were similar fouls from Liverpool that he just didn't give a yellow cards to. So, yeah, but he I'm gave some Kevin. Odd, odd yellow I'm cards, with, man. I'm ref decisions even themselves out. I agree. I think they did today. But he booked Salah for dissent, you know, so he, he wasn't shy of doing that. I just... It, and it wasn't a nasty game, was it? There wasn't that no. nastiness. So, anyway, right. So, we go one all. Zinni does... Do you know what I'd rather him done? Take him out. <laughs> because at that moment, you know Salah's going to score. But there is always a chance with a penalty. They might not. I'm not saying take him out for a red card, but slightly trip him, do something. But he did nothing. He just let him come inside, Albert. You've let Mo Salah come inside. I can't even say it. I, I can't even think it, that you would allow that to happen. That's what I'm saying. He had a lot to, he had a lot to do. To even get in that position where he's he's banging it past he's banging it in the goal past Raya. Um so yeah, that was that was annoying, it's avoidable. But it weren't just it weren't just that it weren't just the goal was in Chenko. I, I was I was losing it at times when I watched along. Because I, and this is and and I'd I'd attribute this to particularly for me personally today, I don't know what the people in the chat feel or you feel Amanda. Martinelli, Erdegaard, and Zinchenko, you have played at Anfield before. You know it's a difficult place to go. You know you're not going to get the time on the ball. Be more aware and move the ball quicker because there were too many situations where they didn't make the ball stick and they lost the ball and it made it more difficult and put more, put more pressure on us when we're getting the ball and we're losing it and, and when we're not, we're not recycling it because it's difficult to get the ball back. They were, three of them were very guilty of that today. All three of them. Yeah. And you could chuck in Jesus in that as well. Yeah, well, we said, didn't we? We said Jesus has to take the chances. We did say just, that. Yeah, he just, today, he wasn't, he just, the ball weren't sticking. Um, I didn't particularly think he's really influential. I don't think the front three really, to be honest, to be, to be honest, Amanda, at all today. We got in, we got into some decent areas in, in the final third. But again, I'll go back to what I just said a minute ago. You're playing at Anfield away. You've got to make the ball stick in your decision-making and key moments has to be yeah. better because defensively we were good. I found, right, so I'm just going to go through a few players. I'm going to leave Declan Rice for last. Um, Martinelli was not decisive enough. And I think, because I said this to Carl, he doesn't look well. And then I think someone in the chat said he'd been ill this week. Now, if that's the case, and there's so many illnesses going around at the moment, I would not be shocked. He didn't look on it. Did he look? So Melissa said, with Martinelli being ill last week, do you think he was still feeling the after effects? Now, there's cold viruses, there's COVID, there's chest infection, everything. My mum and dad have been ill. Carl's been ill. You know, I've been run down. I certainly couldn't go and play at Anfield. I don't feel... <laughs> what do you think? Do you think the illness had uh, a bit of an effect? I'm so pleased he got substituted. He didn't play great today, did he? And I agreed with him being taken off against Villa. 
Yeah. I know people like that. Some people are like, no, 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 you've got to keep on the, the getting behind. I said, no, his end product and his decision making was poor against Villa. See, against Villa, he could have been coming down with it. And now he could be at the ends of it. So maybe by West Ham, he might be better. But he certainly wasn't good enough today, was he, Albert? Yeah. Do you, do you know why I wouldn't say that? Because I think for me, the last, I'd say the last, last season, coming into the last season, I said, what I want to see from Martinelli. Mm. is more goals. He's done yeah. that. Yeah. But then when you look at his numbers in terms of assists, you're like, well, if, to me, if you're playing in that pivotal position as, as as a part of a front three, your assist return has to be a lot better. And that's what I'm looking for this season. And in order for your assists to be better, your decision-making needs to be better. You can't be running around tunnel vision and, and losing the ball and, and your decision... Like, it needs to be better. So... I know I take the point about the illness, but for yeah. me, it's his decision making again for me today was poor. And I and and to be honest, he was right to hook him off. Um, yeah, I think if he wasn't well enough, but Carl said, has Martinelli been anywhere his his level of last season? Was he disappointing today? Yes, he was disappointed today, and no, he hasn't been. And is that what you're trying to allude at, young Albert? Yeah, decision making. Two simple yeah. words. That that will what even like I said, look at his numbers from last season in terms of assists. Yeah, and I don't know how many assists he's got this season. I have to look at that another time. But it's his decision making. You watch it; it has to be better in the final third. He weren't the only yeah, one, yeah. by the way. But if you're asking me a question about Martinelli, that's the difference. And Mandy, you going to Anfield the way you don't get many opportunities, and he had a chance before half time. You got to hit the target. You got two decisions. You got two things you can do. You either pass the ball to Havertz, who's in a good position, or you have to hit the target. He didn't either. So, do you agree with what Avon's saying? Hold on, let me get the uh, comment okay, up. Go on. This isn't new. Martinelli has plateaued since the World Cup. His decision making is slow and often wrong. Yeah, I agree with it. It is his decision making. It is. I like it. I love. Listen, I love Martinelli, but like I said, I go back to what I said before. For a player that plays in your position your assists have to be a lot better. And mm. people, and by the way, people can say about the style of football, no, I'm not having that because we played better football last season and he's assists for Paul. Yeah. His position. So, yeah, that's the answer to that. Okay, let's go to yeah. a few more. Right, so hold on. Let, let's just go through the game go and on, we'll bring some questions. Um, so, we know what Zinni did. Well, didn't do. It goes 1-0 and then you're sitting there going... Hmm. <laughs> you go in. I was literally was just waiting for it. I was waiting for the second goal. So it was one all at half time, wasn't it? We went in. Yeah, all, yeah that's yeah. right. Went one all half time. I thought we played okay. Um, I I think we matched them. I don't think they were anything spectacular. They had chances yeah, which we'll come on to. Um, I don't think we had any many major clears. But, clear-cut chances. Do you no. think it was a penalty for Havertz? No. I'd have been surprised. I'd have been shocked if that got given, if I'm being honest. I have to be honest now. Okay. I'm not really sure anymore what a penalty is given for. <laughs> because It's true. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. I just don't, I don't know what the If you're allowed to barge the player off a ball, it is not a penalty. But why should you be allowed to barge the player off the ball? He literally didn't even go for the ball. He just barged Havertz off the ball. Yes, I'd have been shocked as well. 
absolutely. I would have been very surprised. I, honestly, people in the chat room, I just just don't know. Um, let's have a little a little break there on that. I just want to say thank you to everyone in the chat room. Yes. There's loads of you in tonight. It's brilliant. I've starred a lot of questions. Keep keep them coming. I'd also yes. like to mention a big thank you um, to Ruth Beck, our sponsor. Please go and check out Ruth Beck Art. You love her, don't you, Albert? The work she does. I, 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 I love Ruth. She knows that. I told her so many times, Amanda. She's <laughs> she's just phenomenal. Some of her work is, is just absolutely brilliant. So many ideas. And, Crazy. Yeah, she's got loads of yeah. and, and And her artwork about the Arsenal is just oh. phenomenal. So because um, she's our sponsor, she's giving you a 10% off. So RuthBeckArt.com. And if you type in the code, same old Arsenal, you're going to get 10% off. Please go and check her out. She's go, fabulous. She is right. Let's get to some. So we come out second half. I was going to go questions. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Um, I'm going to go um, second half. I thought I thought they came at us a little bit more. I thought yeah, it was a little bit sloppier. Yeah, they had to, didn't they? And although the Klopp said that in midweek and the crowd were louder, they still weren't. They still Not, weren't. They, they didn't create many clear-cut chances. I have to look at it again, but I, I, I don't recall Raya tipping one round the post or over one. the bar. Or, I remember one save Joe in Gomez. the second half. Yeah, Joe yeah. Gomez, yeah, yeah. But they they didn't like listen, they're the home side, they've got a good record there. Not not too many teams win there. I thought what would happen in second half did happen. They'd have a lot more possession. And I, I love it too, Melissa. Um yeah, so we love his jumper. <laughs> but Amanda, I, I I go back to what I said in the show we had before. Um we've got a we've got a brilliant defensive record for a reason. And you yeah. saw that today. Saliba was brilliant. Um, that partnership with Gabriel was superb. Re Declan Rice in front of him. And if you take out that quality and level of quality in your team, we lose that game to them, Amanda. We do. We lose 2-3-1. Let's just talk about Declan Rice because we all want to. So, <coughs> for me, okay, they had four on one. And it was Declan Rice. And the way he was running back, I don't know if anyone's watched, and Carl's going to be so impressed with me. I don't know if anyone watches watched the Game of Thrones when Jon Snow was on his horse and they were all coming <laughs> charging towards him. Um, and he was just batting them away. If you want anyone back there, it is Declan Rice or Saliba, isn't it? You, you really do. I mean, Declan yeah. Rice. Every, we could just call it the Declan Rice show every week. We just wax lyrical about that boy. Um, what, what he gives us is what we've been missing for so many years. And Cookie was talking about on comparables with Vieira. Now, oh, that's it. Battle of the Bastards. That's it. That's what it was called. Um, Go on, it, it was just... He's just immense. I, I've done. I've run out of words. I have. I've run out of I words. It, I did. Um, I did. Um, I did a fan cam last week on AFTV, and my exact words were: "He is a difference maker." I, he, I don't think he was mad at the match day, but he is a difference maker. You take him out of our midfield, and we lose that game. To me, it's that he, he's that important. He's that good. We've lost he, many games. You can see that, like if you, even if you just even if you watch that game mm -hmm. back again, which you, you can do if you want it, Arsenal fans, but. And just watch Declan Rice. Just watch him. 105 million. Look at I'm not going to work next week. But if I was, yeah. I'd be thanking my West Ham colleague like I do every week and drive yeah. him mad. Um, 
oh, just, I just love him. I just keep him fit. I'm touching woods. Keep him fit. Keep him in our midfield. We got a massive chance. Um, yeah, I mean, did we create much in the second half? No, not really. Not really. It, I can't. It, it, you know, but my man, that comes back to what I was saying before. Like, we got into some good areas, but I mean, there was one point, I don't know if you remember it. Jesus has got the ball on their left. He just fires the ball into the box. He's not even looking to see who's even in there. And I just think that that's the decision making I'm talking about. Saka's put a brilliant ball across the box. Where was Jesus? Yeah. You're the main Matt. You should be, you, you should have been on the end of that. Was that the one when it just went cross guard? Well, like and, no and there's no one in there. I'm like, no. this is what I'm, this is what so this, this is what this, Arsenal fans go on, man. This leads in, doesn't it, to the question about whether we need to sign a striker in January, which we were talking about again on the show, which we talk about every every other week. Is we need some if we had someone to put the ball in the back of the net, seriously, seriously put it in the back of the net. I'm not gonna say we'd walk the league, we would have a bloody good chance. It'd be a difference maker, but I, I, I just not to upset Arsenal fans, but I, I don't particularly see us getting a striker in in um, January. No, um, I think it's more of a summer thing. Whoever they've got their eyes on, and I'm, and, and I'm, and I hope they are, because the thing is with Jesus, right? And everyone loves Jesus. He brings yeah. a lot to the team, but okay. he can play across the front three. Mikel Arteta knows that because he worked with him at flipping Man City. But mm. it doesn't have to play down the middle, Amanda. But the, the thing is, if you bought a guy, if you bought a striker in, the one player who's placed in the team who would get replaced would be Jesus. Because you wouldn't take Martinelli out of the time and you wouldn't take Saka out of the side. But then that that's this, that's that's on the manager. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. PW uh, saying we need another Giroud. We need um I think we need a Thierry and Ray. <laughs> oh, we yeah, need. Listen, um, there's name. Listen, the striker market. Ian Wright. As, Ian as, Wright as, would yeah. have a field day in this team. Yeah, as, as I mentioned before, the the, the striker market in particular. If we're going to talk about that. Then it's not a massive, massive market. I mean, Mbappe, Laura Martinez, Kane. After that, they mentioned the guy, the guy Sesco. You've got Gorkarez, you've got Tony, you've got Osherman. But I, I, you wouldn't get any of those in January unless no. Arsenal. And we, we heard, I know people don't like to hear the words, Amanda, but FFP is a factor. Um, I and I don't see Arsenal doing that type of business outlay money wise in January on any player. Um, but striker market, unfortunately, people, you might have to wait unless Arsenal surprise us in January. Everyone wants to bring back Giroud in the chat room. Um, there were many times where Giroud wasn't that good, if I'm honest. But, mm. okay. Um, well, I have to be honest. I thought the last 15 minutes were painful. Um, I was stressed. Um, I was walking around. I was trying to get going, how long to go, how long to go? Because I would have taken a draw all week, all day, all night. And everything because I just feel that I think a draw is a fair result. Does everyone agree with that? Yeah, I don't. Arsenal didn't do enough to win it. Um, I don't think Liverpool did really personally. I know you had the chance with Trent. Um, by the way, we should never get done on a corner like that. Our yeah. own corner, by the way. 
Zinni and and getting early guards, like, like getting early guards, but it was a bit Keystone Cops, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, you can't, you, you can't, that can't happen. Arteta would not be happy with that. No, it's risky to do that, but you know, you got a corner. You meant to be, you're attacking their, you're attacking their goal. Can't be getting done like that, Amanda. That's that, that that's bad. And if that, that had mean, gone in, they had four players he could have passed to any of those players. I, I actually thought as he made the passes in, to me, it was yeah, I thought, in. I thought, I thought it was going to be a goal, yeah. Especially yeah. with Trent. Trent's a good finish. Good striker, good striker of the ball. When it hit the bar, I thought, <laughs> oh, could lucky. it be our night? I didn't think we'd win it, but I thought, I'll take a draw. <laughs> I just kept going, this could be okay. Because if you don't take your chances, as my father says, you don't win games. So, one all at Anfield. Um Happy with that, Albert? Disappointed? Um, there's someone actually asked us a question about that. Tell me what you think. Go on. Um, Amanda, you know with this fixture, I'm never happy not winning at Anfield. Okay. So, Trevor Saw, welcome to the show. Am I the only one annoyed with a draw? Anyone else annoyed with a draw? I'm not, no. Yeah, I need a bit, I need a bit more context over that, Amanda. I mean, are you annoyed because Martin Lee didn't get the shot on target in the first half? Because that was really... I think you might, if you're annoyed in the sense that did we create enough or did we do enough in the final third? No, we didn't. I'm frustrated with that because we have the players, Amanda, to hurt them. And we didn't do enough in the final third. And I thought we got caught on the ball way too... I mentioned the three guys, Zinchenko. I, honestly, some of the, some of the points in my um, watch along, I just... I just you, you, Amanda, you can't give the ball away like that. Erdogan getting caught on the ball yet again, like too many touches. Martinelli decision, it decision. It, our, our, our attacking final Saka was probably our only outlet. Looked like he might do something, but final third wise, you've got to do a lot more to win at Anfield, and we didn't do that in the second half, especially. And it happened last season as well. Yeah, but I'm not, not unhappy with a point. A point at Anfield, we're top. You posed the question, um, Amanda. You posed the question. You said, would you take a point before? I said, yes. See, look, Brighton, Nione. Another one, new guy. Welcome to the show. I'm so ecstatic with the draw. Come on, Gunas. That is a tough place to go. Let's cheer up. We're on top of the league. It's a fair Absolutely. point. Yeah. Right, Amanda, this fair is the part. thing. I said this to you last time. When you when you posed the question, the same question for the last two games, right? Well, Villa, Liverpool, right? Would you take a point? I said, I said I'd take a point at Villa. Yeah. Saw people going, oh, but where the Arsenal? And I said, that don't give you a right to go with a wet Villa Park. I think City haven't won a wet Villa Park for 10 seasons, if I heard that right. I said, what? With some of the managers they've had and players. So you got no divine right. And like I said, we ain't got no dog in, we ain't got no dog in the fight to say we're going to go to Anfield and take three points. I thought it was our time today, man. I've got to be honest. I, in sort of the back of my mind, I was like, come on, man. If we're going to go and win there, you know, this is it, man. But we didn't do enough in the final third. I don't think we did. So Carl's question was, was that two points lost today or one point gained for you, Albert? One point gained. Um... I understand the question because you win at Anfield. Winning at Anfield doesn't win you the league, but what it does, it sends a statement to the league and it also sends a statement that Arsenal are improving away from home in the big games. That's what it does. 
Yeah, I was sitting there thinking we can't lose to Newcastle away no. and lose to Liverpool. Away. No, we, we can't. Just, we can't. There's no statement there. Lose to Villa away. We just can't do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think um, point gained, happy. I think that's the happiest I've been with a draw for, <laughs> for and, a and long Amanda, time. And to, Amanda, to add on top of that as well, the wider point, listen, us as Arsenal, it doesn't matter when you was born, right? We have played these top sides for the best part of the last, back in the Wenger's reign. Our record was terrible, particularly away from home, by the way. Mm. Oh, we was getting pummeled by City. Liverpool, we couldn't beat Tottenham for ten years. We couldn't get we couldn't get wins at Chelsea. We're improving massively as a side. If I'm talking about those games, listen, you won't fi- you won't find a supporter more than me that he wants three points at Anfield. I've been crying about it for about ten years, even before YouTube life. So th- there are incremental improvements, hundred percent. I'm going to do a couple of questions. Uh, David Ziegler, hi, David. Do we actively create chances or is it more passive creation where we look to force the defence into decisions and then try to take what we can get? We are definitely playing different this season, aren't we, Albert? Yeah, just go and look at the chances created in the Premier League. I don't I think last time I checked, a few weeks ago, we was 15th. Then we sort of gradually moved up to 12th. Um, with the players we've got, we should have a much better chance creation. Um, Hundred percent, but will it will it get better? I mean, it's funny because we're the Champions League, but then I think teams that are different, they're happy to go one on. They're happy to go one v one. Um, more room, more space, more creation, more goals, more chances, more goals. Premier League, your wingers get doubled up. Your wingers get doubled up upon week in week out with Martinelli and Saka. Um, target Erdegaard. So it's tougher in the league. Um. I think the only time we saw where, I think for me this season, where you had a team sort of go one for one, um, was probably Brighton last week. Um, they were happy to play for the back. They were happy to go one v one with Martin Elliott and Saka. Not many teams are going to do that. So Arsenal have to find a way um, where they're more ruthless. Or if you're not creating loads of chances, in the games where you are creating chances, um, you have to take them. Like today was a good example. Man, did, what did we do? We didn't have any really. The Martin right. any chance in the first half. You score that. Different game. But yeah. um, Arteta is going to have to figure out whether that comes in January. There's so many names we've thrown about. Zubamendi. Um, it's like it's, it's going to happen. It's going to have to happen sooner rather than later. We're almost halfway through the season, aren't we? Um, I think it'd be like halfway in the next game we play West Ham, but. Yeah, we the football's very different. Um, what Enzo, Enzo said, we're not taking risks. We are more controlled and defensively solid as a result. That I agree with. Our defence is immense. And I saw people like criticising Ben White tonight. I didn't think he was that bad. Saliba and Gabriel were just... Excellent. I think Gabriel was, has improved this season no end. Mm. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying about not taking risks. Um if I'm talking about today's game, <laughs> I think Jordan mentioned this last time on the show and he's, he's right. With Zinchenko, he's quite, he is brave in the sense that he will take the ball on in tight areas and and come in field and try and beat their midfield press. But that's one player. Um, and it, 
to me doesn't get it right. He doesn't get it more right than he doesn't than he get. He doesn't get it, he doesn't get it right as many times as I would like to in that position. Um, but it's a tough one, man. I mean, what we like I said, 20, 19, 18, 19 games in the Premier League now. Um, if we're going to win the league, we're going to we're gonna have to win it a different way, Commander, because obviously the football was better last season, but um, we fell away really, really badly. Um, but then it, come, it comes down to our um, recruitment, doesn't it? But that that's that's another kind of discussion. Like, we're top of the league. Um, Got a nice question on. here from Phil Macker. Question. Does Arteta make the game so complicated that when we reach the goal, there is so much going on in our players' heads, they can't think straight and just stump it on target? Um, I'm not so sure about that, Phil. What do you think, Alb? Mm, not, not really. I just think it comes down to um, the style of play. Really, um, we're probably better suited to Champions League. <laughs> the way the, the football, the the attacking side of it is yeah. kind of been re- reserved for the Champions League, but the Premier League has been a bit different. Um, there's not been too many games this season, off the top of my head. Obviously, the Brighton game they play with. They're very happy to play out from the back, and like I said, go one v one and. They're a good pass inside Brighton. So Arsenal are finding themselves in positions where we are defensively better and we are more of a solid defensive unit. That's partly a lot of it. A lot of that's down to Declan Rice and a lot of that's down to our centre-back pairing. Um, we can talk about the full-back area in, in, another, in another instance, but... Well, Phil's got another question for you because this is something I was wondering. Do you? Th- he calls him Herb Garden. Do you think Erdegaard feels overshadowed by Rice? No, I, I don't think that's a. Re- I don't think that's the case. Um, I think with Martin Erdegaard, for me, I said this about him before. I said um, what I want to see from him is better performances away from home. This is in the last couple of years, by the way. Mm. I think he's done that. He's added goals to his game. People said he needs to get more shots off. He's done that. He does shoot more. He shoots a lot more than what he did when he first came to Arsenal. I think my issue with him, and I said this, and I think you saw this today. And I saw it last week against um, Brighton. I've seen it in quite a few games, Amanda, where he, he for Flavery's for ability, he takes too many touches on the ball. Hmm. Like, you knew what you was getting when you're playing at Anfield, man. Like, you played at this ground before. You're not going to get time. You got to move the ball quicker. You got to be more aware, and he's got to do that. He's got to find a way to be better in games away from home. I'm not saying he was awful, by the way. But, no. Um, Who was your yeah. man of the match, actually? For, well, for me, ooh, I think that is it. Is it Neville Carragher gave Saliba, didn't he? Mm. I, I'd, I'd go with that. Yeah, I, I, that centre back pairing and Rice absolutely pivotal to our team. Rice, and Gabriel and Saliba. Yeah, massive, massive. It reminds yeah. me of Gilberto, Adams, mm. Keown, that sort of Vieira, yeah. Adams, Bold, you know. And th- and that's where he's definitely built on and improved. Yeah. We just need someone to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. All right, a couple more questions. You got any more questions, people? Please send them in. Right, oh, because he's driving me mad and he says it every show, who's going to win the league? I never ask it. I'm not answering it. 
What do you think? Uh, I mean, if, I mean, if I'm going back to what does I what does I say at the start of the season? I said City, didn't I? Yeah. And Arsenal get second. Oh, so let's hope we're, let's hope we're proved wrong. I mean, like I said, I, I think someone asked me. They asked me on um, if, if they said to me if Arsenal beat Liverpool, we will win the league. And I said no. I said ask me in February, March. And that kind of logic still applies, really, after the day's result. Um, too early to say, man, they were halfway through, man. Like, what, are you going to yeah. commit to us saying Arsenal going to win the league? I mean, we still got to play Liverpool at home. we still got to go to City away. Um, we still got Tottenham away. We've got some big games of football, man. I'm just talking about I'm just talking about the so-called big six or big five, what you want to call it. we still got, we got some tough games of football. we still got to play Villa when they come to us. Tough games, man. So we've got to play Newcastle back. Got, oh, got do you know what? I think games. every game's a tough game. Didn't West Ham beat United today? That's our next game, Albert. Yeah. Look at, if you look at oh. Sheffield United yesterday, would <clears> never <throat> would never have picked that result yesterday. Never. Not in a million no years. Phil's got another question for us. Is the reason Raya still feels untested because of our brilliant defence? And if so, do you think we should have stuck with Rame? I think they absolutely protect him 100% because the defence has been brilliant. That's not because, not to be harsh, not because Rare has been part of that, um, because he's made some poor mistakes this season. Um, listen, if we see if we see more of the Rare that we saw at Brentford, and I get it, it's a step up in class. I think we'll have less discussions about the quality of David Rare if we see that that Rare at Brentford. But um, still, still not, still not. I won't say I'm beating down the door with with admiration from what I've seen in an Arsenal shirt from him personally. I like what David said there. You can't win the league in December, but you can't lose it. So that's what people were saying. If you know, if we beat Liverpool, this is on. Liverpool fans were saying to me last week they'll beat United and beat us, and they can't see anyone touching them. Meanwhile, they haven't beaten either. So <laughs> Melissa said Luton beat Newcastle, which was well, they did, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Um, Cole said everyone's beaten United. To be fair, well. Um, and I agree, Davey. All this negativity, you think we just lost 6-0 at Scunthorpe. I, I'm I'm absolutely... I said, I said I'm over the moon on Twitter. I was like, I'm over the moon. This is one point. Does he mean more so like the social side of it? Because we, we see that with, we see that every week, Amanda. Yeah, I mean, look, John's saying it. Look, if we can't... Um, excuse me. If we can't have a smile on our faces, top of the league in Champions League, two seasons ago, we would have cut our arm off to be in this position. It's it's yeah. It's a good point. You know, you, you know what it is for me. It's just it's just you know much you know you know much it is when I play when we play Liverpool for me, man. But it's just if if I'm talking about what the comment John John just put, you're right, man. Because Arsenal fans have been crying, um, in they crying themselves into crying themselves to sleep, um, tears on the pillow, uh, Mr. Champions League anthem, Mr. Football. We're back in the Champions League. We're in the knockout stage. We've got. A, Decent tie, I think personally, drawing Porto, um, top of the league, um, with a different style of football. Um, so it's true. Like I've always said, it's a, the point was made, and you know, I don't know too many teams that can win trophies in December. Hmm. No, that's true. Let's talk about our upcoming game about West Ham. Um, yes. Just for everyone in the them. chat. The boys are going to be back because James and Chris weren't able to make it tonight. Next Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon. So have your lunch and then come and join them. I'm not on that show. Um, I've got family commitments at the moment. Um, but we play West Ham the night before. 
be going to that match. Mm, I'm going. I think that. it's going to be a good match. My prediction for West Ham, I've already done it. See how organised I am. Is three one to us. That's what I think. So everyone in the chat, what's your prediction for West Ham and Albert? Have a think. And yes. we've got no Havertz, which I just saw Melissa. But I knew I was saying that to Carl. We've got no Havertz against West Ham. That's why, that that was, that's why that booking was. That's why that was ridiculous. Um, sorry, say that again. I said that's why that booking, not that Havertz yeah. was in. No, he, that was never a yellow card. I, 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 the referee, yeah. Anyway, but um, he's missing. That's so yeah. Um, what sounds a funny one, Amanda man? Um, very. Yeah, because they, I mean, they went to Tottenham and they were dreadful in that first half against Spurs. I couldn't, I couldn't believe yeah. what I was watching. But I don't know, I don't know what happened in the second half. Um, I think they lost. The, did they lose at home to Everton? Did they this season? I can't remember now. I think they did. After after that, double check that. Yes. Uh, yeah, like they've they they. So I expect them to turn up against us at the, at the Emirates, man. Um, I think we'll win. I think we'll win. I think we'll win two one. Actually, I think we'll concede. But yeah, two one, two one. I think we're edgy. All right, so you're two one. I'm three one. Yeah, we need to watch out for Mamas Kudos, man. It's playing well. Right, everybody in the chat room. Has everybody pressed like? If you don't yes. press, everyone's got to press like if you're top of the league. I mean, so if you're like, in sorry. there, there should be quite a few hundred likes by the time we finish this show. Um, and for everyone on audio, if you could follow us and rate us, that would be great. I know I say it every week, but it really means a lot to us because we're getting our show out there. And on yes. that note, I have got a little announcement. It's a lovely announcement, actually. On behalf of Chris, James and myself, we'd like to say a massive thank you to everybody on audio because we've hit 100,000 downloads Ooh. since January the 1st. And that isn't going to go over that because obviously we've got a couple more shows before the end of the year. 100,000 downloads. Ooh. I can't believe 100,000 people have had to listen to my dulcet tones um, most of that time. So a massive thank you from everybody at the same old Arsenal podcast. But if you do press like and the algorithm gets out there, there'll be more and more people joining our show. And um, Declan Rice's youth team coach, Anthony Gale, who couldn't come on Wednesday night, was so upset and sent me a voice note every day this week <laughs> to say how gutted he was. We'll be on in January, that's for sure. And we're going to have some really, really um, interesting guests coming up, especially for the Crystal Palace game as well. Um, not that Albert's not interesting. Albert's one of our boys. <laughs> I'll be there for West Ham. I'll be there. I'll success so, I'll successful in the ballot. Oh, fantastic, Albert. Yeah, well, West maybe Ham. we can yeah. bump into each other and have a little chat. Um, thank you, Phil. That's so lovely. I'm just going to ask this question. John Rowe was going to ask it. Instead of Havertz, who are you playing instead of Havertz? Trossard I said to me, Fro. Trossard are coming. Trossard, I think. 100%. Well. Yeah, I think so. 100%. And he is an awesome guest as well. Cheers, Carl. I Money can't believe we've got 100,000 downloads. That's madness. Yeah, that is mad. Yeah, that is mad. <laughs> That's mad. We're like nearly 50% up on the year before. So it's just fantastic. <laughs> you know, honestly, Chris, James and I, we work really hard and we're trying to bring one or two shows a week. I think in the new year, James will bring back his preview shows. We'd like to thank all our guests as well, but 
Um, Amanda, I'm sure hit, the boys hit, Amanda, hit, hit them KPIs, Amanda. That's it. Go. <laughs> it was KPI. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But I'm just looking on my yeah. calendar because I'm not going to wish you a happy new year because I'm going to going to do a post game show after Fulham Arsenal because I'm not out New Year's Eve. So as soon as is that, that ends, we'll do that's that. That's on TV, so, Amanda, isn't it? Yeah, that two o'clock. I can get a ticket for that. That's a shame. PM. That's good for the um, Arsenal fans, though. Like London, not you know, not traveling, flipping. I think we had Brighton away a few years ago, New Year's, New Year's Eve. It's like, oh god, like R five kickoff. No, it's two o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. people can end no, up in good. London, can't they? After it's good. Hopefully, we beat Fulham. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I think we're done. I'm telling I you about the questions... chat. <laughs> I knew what it was, but Carl's put it in the chat. What did he put <laughs> in the Avon. chat? What, what KPIs means, isn't it? He, performs in the game. he would know, wouldn't he? The project manager, <laughs> he'd know. Yeah, old man, old retail days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. performance indicators. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. I'm a sales professor. We don't have KPIs. <laughs> we just got to get houses exchanged. Um, yes. Carl Stark's got a question. What's more pointless trophy, the European Super Cup or the FIFA World Club? FIFA World Club Cup. Yeah, they, they, went, they went to Saudi Arabia for that, didn't they? I mean, mm. but my, man, man, do you know what it is? They just they don't care. They they want to break these players' players as much football as possible. They couldn't care less, man. That's what that's that's that that's the, the, it's it's pointless, but the, it's not pointless for the for the money makers, the advertisers. No. More football for them, the better. Absolutely. Right, I think we're going to say goodbye, young Albert. I think we've covered tonight. I think you and I in agreement. It's a point gained. It's Anfield away. It's top at Christmas. Um, we're doing well, you know. We'd love um, Jury and Timber to come back very oh, soon. Don't oh, yeah, I know, a... I know. Um, Albert, tell everyone where they can find you, Amanda. Once again, thank you for having me on. Merry Christmas to you and the, the, on everybody else in the, in the chat. And when they watch this back, and all your listeners, you will get to hear my dulcet tones as you might have heard before. But yes, you can find me, Albert JTV, here, there. And everywhere, radio, my own channel on here. Um, yeah, uh, c- come and subscribe, people. I'm gonna hit, try and hit, try and get these numbers up on my channel, subscriber base. But yeah, come and hit me up on Albert JTV and, and Twitter handle. It's criminal that your so. numbers are not up. You're absolutely brilliant. Well, everyone on I'm... audio, go and follow Albert. He's just he puts so much content out there. Yeah, He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, man. YouTube's a funny one, man. Like, um, mm. I, I, I'm not typically. I'm, I'm, I'm talking specifically YouTube here. I'm not your typical content creator in the sense of um, how can I put it, Amanda? No, but you're you're an Arsenal fan that goes to the games. Who loves who loves the game? And you're a match going fan. You don't need to be famous. I'm you're not. Just... Vi- you know what? Is, I'm not. I'm not. Not not vibes. Vibes is the wrong word. I'm not. I see streams on YouTube. There's six, seven guys on stream that arguing. There's no respect. I, I, I don't, I don't behave like no. that. So that's probably no, that. That's okay. that's that's an element of it. I'm not saying it's right, but I know how YouTube works enough to know why that might be the reason. Well, it might be, but you know, everyone can choose to to do things for likes and clickbait and all that. Yeah, but we just want yeah. to talk about the game. Um, yeah. No, Phil, I said no to the radio <laughs> tomorrow morning because I want a weekend off the radio talking about the Arsenal. Um, as I said, I'll be back uh, Sunday week um, to post-game Fulham Arsenal. Don't know who's on with me yet. The, I'm not sure the boys are around, but I'm going to do it. But the boys will be here Friday, as I said, 3pm, to discuss what happened at West Ham to preview Fulham. On behalf of everybody 
um, at the same old Arsenal. We'd love to thank Nigel and Carl for all their help yes. um, moderating this. Well, nice and Carl. Um, for Carl for doing all the downloading and everything else he does, because he does all that. Um, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, have a wonderful time with your families. Keep them close. Have fun. Drink. Be merry. I'd like <laughs> to wish my mum better, who's really poorly at the moment. And I'm hoping she gets better for Christmas. Love you, mum. Um, well said. to my dad who always says the same thing on, you don't Kel. take your chances, you don't win games and goal difference matters bless him, and he's the reason I'm a gooner um, and yes, if you could, I should mention this follow the same old Arsenal on TikTok, Facebook and Twitter, our TikTok account is absolutely massive, so please go and follow it because Carl puts a lot of content out on all of these things thank you Phil, big hugs to my mum Merry Christmas from CM. We really appreciate all you listeners. I promise you and everyone on YouTube, all your questions, every time you retweet, everyone that talks to us on Instagram, it's lovely. We're here because we love the Arsenal, don't we, Albert? Yes. And on that note, absolutely. it is. thank you so much for joining me. And I'd like to thank all our guests this year. But as I said, I'm going to do a New Year's Eve show, so we'll be going through that as well. And Matt the Gooner said, Albert is a top Gooner. Merry Xmas. Good health and happiness to all. What a lovely well, way to end the show. Top of the tree, Gooners. Top of the tree. Enjoy your Christmas. We'll see you at the Emirates um, very shortly, Thursday evening. Feels weird, doesn't it? Because it's like Christmas mm. in between all that. Have a lovely time. And never forget, always Arsenal. Good night, everyone. Podcast Network.